Hey everybody, this is Devin Boker, and you are listening to The Wildlife, the official podcast of the nonprofit of the same name, aiming to break down barriers of exclusion in STEM and the outdoors. We have a brand new full-length episode coming out on uh, Friday that, it, I mean, it, it covers it covers a lot of ground. Um, I, without giving too much away, let's I'll give you this summary. It starts with the uh, fun little fact that some of you may know that wombats have cubed poop and uh we just so happened to get in touch with the with one of the uh researchers who who uh finally has figured out how the poop is cubed and come up with some clever hypotheses as to why the poop is cubed uh oh hello there cat um the other pieces uh, as it as it turns out it, it it starts with that but then it quickly uh gets into things like the law of urination and um, what drives the, the physics, the hydrodynamics of, uh, of poop and something called the global feces problem, which is um, honestly quite, uh, quite disconcerting. So um, there, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of cool, fun, interesting stuff uh, packed into that episode. I will say if you are of the uh, squeamish or proper... Um, perspective then then maybe maybe stray away uh but no pun intended um it is a truly fascinating episode there you will learn things that you never expected to didn't think you ever wanted to but will realize that you always did (laughs) uh but 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 and i promise those are not but puns um we wanted we wanted to give you a quick preview uh, uh, behind the sciences, behind the scenes of uh, who we are who we are talking to in this upcoming episode. Um, let you get to know our guests a little bit, their background, their motivations, their interest, uh, words of advice, um, things of that nature, and uh, then stay tuned for Friday for the uh, full episode. So uh, get ready for a behind the scenes conversation with Patricia Yang. Well, um, how long have you been interested in science? Uh, Okay, so my mom is a biologist, so I Mm -hmm. can't really differentiate my life between science and Uh, normal people. Yeah, and I was quite interesting. I'm, I'm always interested in like animals and then happy to be with animals yeah that's really that way since i was real little mm-hmm. but then somehow you know uh when you study more subjects you got more interesting different areas so there was a time i was super interested in math mm-hmm. and then it was super interesting physics and then it towards to the uh, flu mechanics yeah, then eventually it becomes something like this. <laughs> so if you want, if you ask like how long, I would say science-ish, maybe high school, middle school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When when was your first real connection with nature itself? Um, it was the first time when I was in my PhD advisor's talk, his his seminar on his research. Okay. It was when I was in college. I haven't joined his lab. I haven't thought of going to grad school. Mm-hmm. 
And his talk is about water strider and snake walk, uh, snake movement. Mm-hmm. That was really cool. That was the first time I said, "Oh, okay." So, I like animal, but it's it doesn't have to be just a after work happy. Yeah. And then yeah, I, I love math too, and that could somehow be a great combination. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. I mean, when did when did you? I suppose you know choose the uh, fluid fluid mechanic portion of all this and and like the connections with biology all that interdisciplinary connection. So uh, when I was in college, my major is ocean engineering. Mm-hmm. So I learned a lot of fluid mechanics, but I'm I somehow not I'm I'm some I was somehow not that interested in the, in the industry of uh, the, the ocean engineering. Hmm. which is the main trend when I was in Taiwan. And and at the same time, I, uh, my future advisor, uh, so my future advisor, his name is David Hu, who visit Taiwan. So we, so I, I somehow joined that workshop and decided that that is a great combination. His, his major was at, is also fluid mechanics. It's one of those things that's really honestly interested me personally i was never the best at math <laughs> and so it was a bit of a struggle it's so more i'm like conceptually really interested but when it comes to like the nitty-gritty i i struggle a little bit <laughs> yeah that's quite common i i taught blue mechanics at different level from even middle school to mm-hmm. college student to grad to graduate as a like teaching assistant mm. everyone loves water yeah and things those phenomena were cool, but the design of the core structure somehow sometimes very put a lot of emphasis on the math part. Yeah, and yeah. that demotivates some of the students. That's mm-hmm. why I feel. Yeah, definitely. What advice would you give a, a younger you for knowing what you know now about your field of study? I was very anxious for every step I was choosing. Mm-hmm. because I switch a lot like from animal from biology <laughs> to physics to ocean sure to this so every step I was so panicked and I asked around so many people that eventually become a statistics <laughs> <laughs> and if I had a chance to talk to her I want to say just it's okay <laughs> and then just do what you're doing at this point and be really happy and you'll be fine. That's good advice. That's good advice. I think a lot of people spend a lot of their time, especially in school and things, just worrying about everything. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know if that's common in U.S., but in Taiwan, there's a lot of time things are separated into two aspects. Oh, this is the real world application part. Not mm-hmm. so fun. And that is the basic sign curiosity part, not so useful. And mm-hmm. you always have to choose one. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I was a bit trapped by this binary separation and then got a, a little bit, yeah, a little bit lost when I was a, a high school or a college student. Oh, I understand that. Definitely. That is all for this Behind the Sciences uh, segment. Um, Stay tuned for uh, the full-length episode on Friday. Poo 
cubed. If you'd like to support the wildlife, you can do that at patreon.com slash the wildlife. Um, we also currently have a GoFundMe. I'll put the link for it in our episode notes um, to help launch our binoculars for young birders program, a program in which we aim to uh, have available a free pair of binoculars for anyone under the age of 18 who attends any of our in-person events, as well as an online system for people to apply for a free pair uh, themselves. Um, we are aiming to raise $5,000 by May 8th because May 8th is big day. A big day of birding, and we happen to have a big day birding event locally. So we would like to uh, we would like to be able to kick it off there. Um, so if you if you have some change to spare, uh, consider consider donating it donating it to a uh, to a good cause. All right. Take care. Peace out, Rainbow Trout. <laughs>